Hello everyone and thanks for joining me today. This is our second podcast for Print Journalism 1A. Please note that from now onwards, I will store all the podcasts um, onto the Anchor app. I will still uh, send MP3 versions to our WhatsApp group, but I advise that you um, use the app as here you are able to send messages to me um, and also revisit the lectures. You also keep track of all the podcasts I would have recorded um, in an unfortunate event of losing your devices, you will still be able to go to the app and um, re-download um, and listen to the podcast. Okay, um, we've spent almost the entire half of the year mastering the art of writing intros. And I have explained to you before why we had to do this. Uh, there are some students who were coming to me worried uh, that the content um, of this module seems to be light and they are scared um, they don't know what they are going to write um, in their exams. First, um, the course has no exams. Traditionally, DUT journalism has no exams and this module follows um, that tradition as our work is not to be memorized um, but to be practiced. Hence, you will be doing projects requiring you to apply um, the knowledge you would have acquired uh, both in um, class and from your own um, readings and search of literature. Secondly, I am in communication with um, your, your second year and third year Prince Journalism lecturers, uh, that's uh, Kamini Padayachi and Matthew Servidis. And um, we've organized our work in such a way that there's a link and continuation from what I will be doing with you or what I'm doing with you here uh, to the contents that Kamini would cover when you go to second year right through to Matthew giving you the final polish um, uh, before you exit the program. So um, I, I assure you that nothing um, is, is wrong with the slow process. Um, what we want is for you to master the craft so when you go to the industry you are as competitive as um, students from from that rich university which leads in, in journalism training in South Africa. I'm not going to mention or, or give you the name of the university. So um, after this podcast, I'll send to you a brief for the assignment you are to complete. And that assessment is going to require you to draw knowledge from this podcast and also um, make use of the ebooks I sent you. So I hate long recordings. Um, that's why then I'm going to separate this episode into about three or four segments. Um, so this is the first part. Today we are going to focus on the construction of a news story. So as we go through this lecture, I want you to remember what we've done in class where we discussed and defined um, what news is and the factors that uh, determine newsworthiness. Um, also the intro. So our intro has to be um, captivating and, and giving us the most important and recent or fresh information of the story that you are writing. A quick example is uh, the current COVID-19 crisis um, we are facing. You would not write about the 10 people who went to Italy in Europe 
and um, I believe to have brought the virus with them when they flew back to South Africa. Um, reporting that today, which is the end of June, unless there's a new piece of information that has emerged. So let's say uh, the, the, the 10 people are coming out to apologize to the whole country, um, or they tell us that they were paid to do this, etc. You know, just an example. So a perfect intro um, would look for the latest uh, on COVID-19 and use that in the intro because news has to be fresh, news has to be new. You know, it's, it has to give us the latest information. You cannot give us old info because that is, con that is um, considered um, history. Okay, we want current information as that helps us make decisions that are relevant to the period. So if I was covering the COVID-19 crisis and the lockdown today, I would probably focus on Santaco, which is defying the government's um, regulations. Um, I would focus on the UIF fraud or corruption, um, look at the uh, dumped samples in the Eastern Cave, um, and also the schools, as more children are expected back to school um, in July. Um, so those are the areas I would sort of go to if I want to 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 write about the lockdown and the COVID-19 crisis in South Africa. For example, we hear many bus taxi owners and drivers uh, march to Philip Mbalo's office following his address on Monday, where he said. I'm not coming, you know, and easy. Um, I'm, not, I'm not coming to an invitation that you guys are making. So that can be an example that you can use. That's the latest that's happened with Santaco. So now that you've covered that part, I am going to get on to the second part where I will um, explain the inverted pyramid style of writing. Thank you. Um, invest pyramid style of writing. So what is the style of writing and um, why does it matter? In fact, how does it look like? I want you to imagine the pyramids in Egypt or the pyramids you learned about in your maths class in high school. Now for news writing, we turn the pyramids upside down and follow uh, their structure in the presentation of the information we would have collected and are wanting to take to the reader as um, a new story. There's a lot that uh, is said about the invention of the style, but a um, uh, more believable account is that due to technical failure of technology during the days of Telegram, news uh, workers would be told to cut the chase and give the most important information higher up in their copy and the rest would follow. Uh, so in case there's a, there's a, a signal cut, uh, the most important information has already been trans transmitted. So think of yourself today when you are using WhatsApp call to contact your family. If the line keeps breaking, the moment it picks up, you don't focus on all that you wanted to tell them. Instead, you choose the most important parts of what you had to say and um, tell them um, so that 
even when the line breaks up again, at least they already have the important details. So this style is um, like um, a front-loading method, unlike a, a chronological account. Here you start with what you deem important and has a potential to grab the attention of uh, the reader. Now I want you to look at uh, Annexure A, uh, which is uh, a picture I sent to you um, via our WhatsApp group. Um, when you go out to cover a story, and I, I want to emphasize that when you go out, because there's a growing tendency of junior reporters doing what you call um, curation of content, where they do desktop journalism because they 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 don't want to go out to to talk to people, you know. Uh, we call that lazy journalism. So when you go out to cover a story, um, you collect loads of information. Uh, we are yet to discuss how you operate when you get to the scene or a spot where you'd be collecting information. Um, when you get to a scene, um, I was I will put um, you don't stand aside, and and hope that information will be handed to you. You move around, you talk to strangers, um, you might get rejected, you move to the next person, you might get threatened, you move to the next person, um, you might get a cold shoulder, and then you try the next person. Okay, you keep trying, keep pushing, because that story is needed in the newsroom. So at that time, um, in as much as you already have an angle uh, for your story, you don't select what pieces of information you pick out uh, and, and, and that you, I mean, you just go with anything that, that's there. You just collect any information that is presented to you that you are able to, to gather uh, from the scene. When you return to the newsroom or you get to sit down, you know, anywhere, because in this age, you don't have to go back to the newsroom. So wherever you sit down to write your story, you will then need to make a decision as to what information falls onto um, the first category, which is the most newsworthy information. Uh, take a look at the at uh, the picture I sent you. So that part of the most newsworthy information or the most important, you've got to decide which piece of information falls into that category. Then you follow with what is deemed important details. That is a detail um, which um, is important, but um, not so attention-grabbing as the details that you would have used at the top. And lastly, you have the other general info. So I want to make an example with uh, the Santa Cruz story. So my most newsworthy information would be that uh, Transport Minister Philem Balula had to escape through the back entrance of his office when about 50 minibus taxi owners and drivers forced entry into his office yesterday. That's just an example, okay? Let's pretend that um, it has happened, you know, uh, taxi owners and drivers marched to Mbalo's office and then uh, they forced entry and Mbalo had to escape um, using the back entrance, okay? So then, um, that would be my most newsworthy info up there. Then um, important details will be on the imposed government regulations 
which called for many bus taxes to limit their capacity to 70%, and how Santaco um, asked for compensation for the loss, um, and how government responded to that, and lastly, what Mbalula said in his address to taxi owners. And then um, the last section, which is for general information, I may add how the lockdown has affected industries across the board, um, except for essential services and uh, production sectors. And the latest, I mean, on COVID-19 or uh, the lockdown SA. I mean, really, the last part is reserved for information or details that are not really, really important. Okay, remember that we are following the inverted pyramid style of writing. So that would be my story then. Okay, so you see how I've categorized my um, my information. I started with the most newsworthy and most important, most late. I mean, the the latest uh, piece of information, and then in the middle I've got the important details, and towards the end it's just general stuff that we add. Uh, because it gives us a bit of, of, of info and just additions into what you already know. So um, there are other styles of writing uh, which I will introduce to you as we progress with um, yeah, Prince journalism, but I want you to use this style, the inverted pyramid style, and focus on it and perfectly understand it. Okay, just like you focused on the one type of um, of intro that I've been teaching you, I want you to focus on the inverted pyramid method. My next podcast will be on the basic um, rules of news writing, and then I will get onto the other types of intros or leads. Okay, thank you very much.